this isn't in the coach's manual, you know? So, yeah. um, I'm James Zug, and this is Outside the Glass. Today we are speaking with Scott Den, the head coach at St. Lawrence University. On a Saturday in mid-December, Enzo Corgliano took his own life. He had just finished his second year as a student at St. Lawrence. Enzo was originally from New Caledonia in the South Pacific. He was a French junior champion. He beat Victor Cruin in the finals of the French U19s one year. And he reached world number 136 before coming to Canton in upstate New York in January of 2019. At St. Lawrence, Enzo majored in communications in French and was a beloved and well-known figure on campus. On a page on the St. Lawrence website, there are dozens and dozens of messages in English and French about Enzo, from classmates, teammates, dorm mates, but also from St. Lawrence staff, the squash team's bus driver, alums, professors, coaches, students he taught French to, from a woman he once be- who once belayed him at a rock climbing gym, and from someone who he sat down with for a 15-minute language assessment and ended up talking with for an hour and a half. He was apparently great at giving hugs, and we all knew him as that kid with that smile. The last time I saw Enzo play was in March 2020 at the National Intercollegiate Individuals at Penn. He was playing Andrew Lee from Trinity, It was an incredible match, back and forth, fantastic gets, fluky shots, as Den mentions. Lee came out on top in four. I chatted with Enzo a couple hours later. He was such a dynamic guy on and off the court, and a brilliant future awaited him. We didn't know it that day, but it turned out that was his last squash match. You know, it, it, it's a tough uh, subject talking about suicide, and it's hard to uh, speak about it. And and um, that's one of the reasons why we have the have the episode here, so so we can sort of uh, bring it out into the open. Uh, if you are having any thoughts of suicide or know somebody who is, uh, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that's eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. And you can also find a list of additional resources at speakingofsuicide.com. You know, this is just, a, again, you know, obviously, you know, you know, I've spent a lot of time with his parents when they were here. You know, I've, I've been in daily contact with his mum. Wow. And, you know, just, uh, yeah, we have talked about it. You know, and, you know, she's, she's a believer that, you know, COVID definitely had some factors for Enzo, you know, and, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it was something that we didn't, we were not aware of. You know, I think uh, for, for me, uh, he was the last guy I was worried about. You know, there's a couple of other guys on the team that, that I would have been, I, I was a little concerned mm-hmm. with and, and had been keeping tabs on him. And, you know, we, we launched a program here last year and I was on that coaches committee um, called Shield, which is basically a, a big mental health thing, and we launched it for athletes. And then mm-hmm. the board of trustees at school heard about it, and like, well, hey, let's do this for the whole school. Like they thought it was great, you know. And again, yeah, it's not a stigma. We're not hiding it. We're we're bringing it out in the open. And it's, you know, as as uh, yeah, I've talked to a counselor a bunch of times about what happened here. I'm pretty mentally tough, but I told the kids yeah. it's not a sign of weakness, and I think that's. 
that's yeah. part of the athletic kind of um, you know squash players and you know you and me both know ourselves it's you're meant to be yeah. mentally tough and mentally strong but then if right. you're talking to a counselor about something it's a sign of weakness and I told the team the first time we met after this happened, so, hey, guys, I just got off the phone, which was true, with a guy, Tim, here, he's been great to me. I said, it's not a sign of weakness, you know, and, and, and just trying to say, I encourage them to talk to people and not keep this quiet, you know. So um, I think that's important. And yeah. Enzo had had nothing and just, you know, was a great leader to the team, was the, the freshmen are especially distraught about it because they really looked up to him. Um, always got a smile on his face, always worrying about everybody else and not, you know, not himself. And it just was, you know, when they told me and I, I was like, well, no, you got to be mistaken. It couldn't have been him, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah. that that's something that it's, again, it's I'm still in a bit of shock about it because it's just the last person. But what it does is it shows that everybody's vulnerable, you know, especially the the young kids at this age and with all the things going on. And, you know, he, he was frustrated with not being able to train. He talked to his mother a little bit about things, but mm-hmm. you know, not nothing really. She was totally shocked by the thing herself. You know, his parents, yeah. they had no idea. Um, and, you know, obviously uh, there was some underlying issues and it, it shows that, you know, no matter what, you've got to keep an eye on everyone and you've got to talk about it. And, I'm, I'm you know, some, some of me's, you know, angry. You know, there's a lot of emotions with it because I'm like, God, if you had to come to me, you know, I would have I would have helped right. you, mate, you know. Um, yeah. and, and again, when you, there's no indica- indicators. When you, when you, uh, you guys sort of arrived, I think, isn't this the timing right, that you both arrived on campus sort of around the same time? Yeah, so so good story. I Enzo was I, I was the first person to see Enzo and meet him. Um, I picked him up from the bus. He came in and they're like, "Hey, there's this new player," and I hadn't recruited him because I got the you know, that the stage I started in you know January 2019, and two days later, they're like, "Yeah, you got to pick up this guy," and you know we just hit it <laughs> off right away. You know, he's like, he's oh, you're Australian. He says, "I've spent a lot of time there," you know, and you know, knew some Aussies, and and uh, yeah, we just hit it off, you know. So he's mm-hmm. He's been great from day one. So, yeah, I was the first person that he met here. And, and uh, you know, it's um, – and, and one thing I didn't realize is that, you know, his, his mother you know, has been very open to me that he was sharing a lot of things with her about me. And I didn't know – you know, I think I may have meant more to him than what I thought, actually, you know, as a, mm-hmm. as a, as a mm-hmm. person and, and you know, yeah. a, a bit of a mentor to him and, and – uh, yeah. You know, he yeah. was staying here over the winter break and, and you know, that was something that because of the quarantine, you know, that was something that was made sense, but then that's another aspect of the mental health. But you know, we'd got permission because we'd shut down training because there was a spike in cases for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and then I'd got permission to hit with him over the break. So when this happened, we actually had a hit set up the next day and you know, it was the first kind of you know hit back on the court. I hadn't been on court with him, you know, since March, since we. Oh, you, you know, got the St. Lawrence was completely shut down in terms of athletics in the fall. No, no. So no, we were open, but we stopped and started. And at the end of the semester, um, we kind of had to stop for the last like couple of weeks. So we okay. weren't really doing anything for a couple. The gym was open, so he, but but mm-hmm. you know, Enzo wanted to play squash and. You know, I basically said, look, Enzo's staying there over the break. And that was my, you know, to my boss, I said, hey, look, 
you know, mental, mentally and everything. I said, well, I, you need to let me go and hit with him on the court. It's only me and him will get tested, you know, and, and we, yeah. we got the green light to do that. So basically, you know, the week of when this happened, you know, we talked to us today, look, we can start hitting on Sunday, you know, like a, mm-hmm. the, the exams finished on Friday and, you know, I said, look, we can start hitting Sunday and then this happened Saturday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a shock. And you, I, uh, in March, when the when the season ended, um, I, I actually watched uh, randomly. I, I was at the um, intercollegiates and watched Enzo's uh, last match. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. His last match, and that yeah, that was yeah. a really exciting um, exciting match. Um, yeah, it was. It was he, again. That was that was one of my best memories. You know of him. You know, it was hmm. exciting, entertaining. Remember that crazy shot that he did where he jumped up in the air and. Didn't believe there was yeah. there was a shot and I think it was it's, it's probably on our our uh, social media. Um, yeah, but he jumped in the air and kind of you know flukily hit the ball off his frame or something for a winner. Right, but, right. You know, right. it was it was his personality. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um. Yeah. You know, he seemed to um. You know, be just full of charisma. Right. Um. Just yeah. like a real real vibrant uh, player on the court. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I, I talked to him a couple of minutes after the match and he just seemed like a very vibrant person. Yeah, no, that's, and then that's why I think this is definitely going to be hard for us because, you know, he was kind of the glue here, you know, and I had some issues mm-hmm. with the team when I started and, you know, booed some guys and he, he stuck with me and, you know, I, I know there was other schools trying to get him to transfer, you know, cause we, I, I kicked off a couple of guys and our team had, suffered in the level that we were at, you know, but it was right. for the good of changing yeah. the culture. And again, I had full support of school for that because we wanted to change St. Lawrence's yeah. culture of, we were, you know, one of the best teams a few years ago, but we had probably the worst reputation. So we don't want yeah. that here. And Enzo yeah. was kind of the beginning of the new, you know, new, new team. And he mm-hmm. stuck with it and was the glue. And, and then again, always happy, always g people up, always, you know, again, it's it's one of those things why there was no kind of suspicion. And, you know, he's, as his mum said, it, it, it's like me, you know, like this time has, you know, sucked because we haven't been able to get on the squash court. And that's my favourite place. You know, again, this job, as you know, has a lot of different, you know, facets that's very different to being a club pro and, you know, all the yeah. years I spent doing that. But my favourite part is still being on the court, feeding balls right. to these guys and, and, you know, hanging out at the squash courts with them. And, you know, that's been difficult for us, you know, and that was definitely something that was hard for him. You know, I'm finding out now yeah. that he said, oh, I haven't had a hit with coach since March before the individuals. And, you know, that's, he's not allowed on court with us right now because of COVID. You know, they're obviously, yeah. you know, I'm older, so they, they think you're at risk. And, you know, he says that's yeah. being crap, you know, and that's why it was pretty big that we got permission for me to be able to hit with him over the break. You know, so there's definitely guilt, you know, and I, people say, oh, you shouldn't, but it's hard to shut it out, like, because I have looked back, like, to everything, you know, and just, yeah. you know, like, you know, what, um, you know, what, did I miss something? Did I, you know, all of these things. So yeah. it's, it's definitely difficult to uh, to to try to, but, but again, I, I still just can't pinpoint anything, you know, like, yeah. that, again, I, I know he was unhappy with not being able to, 
you know, his outlet was the squash court, you know, and, yeah. the, and yeah. you know, I know without that, yeah, we, we had training, like, we, we did better than a lot of people, believe me, like, I know there were schools that did zero, you know, and yeah. we, we were right. doing gym three times a week as a group, and, um, you know, socially distanced and with a mask, and, and, I, and I was part of that, and then we were doing squash twice a week, and we just started to be able to do pairs, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, so before you were, you were hitting solo twice a week, you could hit solo. Right? Yeah, we were doing solo, and and you know he mm. hated that. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> like solo. He's like solo. Solo is shit. <laughs> you know, so he doesn't like solo. Um, but you know, again, once we got into pairs, it was better. Um, and and you know then and then we we had a couple of weeks of that, and then we had to stop for a week again. And then we were able to start again for a week, and then we had to stop again for a week because there was up upticks in cases. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I think it's just understanding the, you know, we're understanding the virus a bit more. I also think, look, I'm I'm really fighting because I, I'm really pushing not to use this as a reason, just but also I'm like I'm big on like guys, these kids mentally need to be able to play squash together they're in mm-hmm. and we've we've yep. approached it a different way this semester we've got them in these family pods and mm-hmm. they're going to stay in yep. there for a month and then we're going to break out um and i'm going to be training the same group of kids for a month and my assistant will have the other group so there's no kind yep. of risk of you know us you know crossing over and and someone bringing the virus to the group you know um and uh, but again, it's going to be like you know, we're going to kind of move forward in a way where you know I'm like screw the solo, you know, like let's start hitting in pairs. Yeah. These guys are all being tested; they all live together, so they're safe. You know, if if, if they're negative, they they should be able to do what we want. You know. Yeah. The um, I I read some you know after this happened that uh, a, a woman on the equestrian team had also taken her life at you know, yeah. St. Lawrence in the last year or two. So it sounds like the, the school was already spending time thinking about, you know, mental health issues in, in a new or more whatever, more thoughtful right. way. I don't know. So it was already something that was being discussed. So this must have just been terrible for, you know, everybody, not not every, not alone everybody on the team, but just, you know, the whole the whole university. Yeah, like he, he you know, he touched everybody here. So it wasn't mm. just the squash team was who he spent most of his time with, but he touched everyone, like professors and, you know, his French professor, Roy, was really upset about it. And same thing, like, oh, I, I didn't see it. You know, I didn't see it. Like, we, we were having the same conversation. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah. And, and, yeah, it was hard. Like, the, the equestrian team's been very good to us, actually, um, mm. because – the girl that passed away there and, and the head coach, you know, who's a friend of mine, Mary, she, she knew she, this girl did have issues. So, mm-hmm. it, but, but it was a more shocking thing in some ways because, you know, they were all on campus and they, you know, they found her and, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that was what was shocking. You know, she was found by one of the team, her teammates, I think. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure the exact details of that, but it was, I think it was in one of the dorms or townhouses or something. But um, yeah. but they knew about her issues and she'd had them from the beginning. So she was seeking help for it, whereas Enzo was the other way where nobody had a clue, nobody, you know. So, yeah. um, but it, it, again, yeah, it's it's made it a tough year and it's, you know, our president, you know, is 
amazing and been very supportive, you know, uh, to us. And, you know, the, the poor guy, you know, I'm like, how are you doing? Like he just, he just, uh, had surgery for uh, prostate cancer. So it's been, mm. a, you know, and this was last year. So it's like, you know, we had the writing death, then we got COVID, then we've had, you know, he had prostate cancer and then we've had Enzo to finish the year off. <laughs> so it's, it's been, a, it's been a tough year. <laughs> As as the team, um, now that they're back on campus, have they, you know, have you had like a memorial service or, or you know, sort of celebrated his life somehow? Yeah, so we, we're we actually just planning that uh, today. You know, tonight we're planning and it's for next week. So we're just mm-hmm. working out. It's, it, you know, again, it's tough. There's talk, but it's probably going to have to be a virtual because actually not all the team is back yet. Uh, most right. of the team's back, right. but a couple of his buddies right. are not coming back for a bit because one, you know, one tested positive for COVID. So he's got to stay home for a bit. Um, so we, we are working on that, right. And, and it's supposedly next Wednesday, um, which is actually the same day that he's being buried in, uh, you know, back home. Um, okay. so is he being buried parents, in New Caledonia or in? in yeah. Paris? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, New Caledonia. Yeah. So, um, and, and that way his parents will be able to jump on, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they yeah. definitely probably like to talk. The, the the teams, you know, right away in a short time, the team made a video um, to his parents with personal messages, um, oh, really? which, yeah. which was difficult when they arrived here. I, I said, guys, you may not like me doing it, but I want you to watch this and I want to watch it with you. And I'd seen it, you know, so it was, it was really good what they did, but it was hard for them to see, you know, and, uh, his mum says, I still just don't understand that. He had so many people that loved him, you know, and, yeah. you know, so, so, um, but, but it was really good of the team and, and again, showed their, you know, kind of um, how they kind of came together because of this event as well by doing that. Um, yeah. and, and so, yes, yeah, yeah. so we're planning that next week and then we'll do some, you know, we, we're doing some other things again. It's, it just became public, but, I pushed for it, for it from day one, but he, he had a favourite court here. And, you know, when, when the new kids came, the new freshmen, they would just jump on any court, right? We had practice. And he's like, hey, that's my court. He goes, but you can stay on and hit with me. He never kicked them off, you know? He says, as long as I'm on that court, you can be here too. And yeah. we we're gonna, yeah. we we announced that we're going to name that court as, as a memorial court for him. Um, and we've got alumni and people helping out with that. And this, we'll obviously do that at a later date, but we, we want to have his parents back um, and yeah. have a ceremony and, and things like that when we can. So yeah. um, we're doing that. And, and, and obviously the squash great. team, we're going to do our, do our own thing as well. We had a favorite tree, which is a big kind of uh, big, you know, pine tree. Like, so he, he's like, oh, Christmas tree. And it was a you know, huge, it's right outside the courts. So there's actually a spotlight that comes on automatically at night now with that tree just for him so that's going to stay there um so there's a lot of things that we're going to do to recognize him and again i think it helps everyone heal you know but there's this isn't in the coach's manual you know so, yeah. um <laughs> as, 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 as the, the yeah. counselor guy told me he says hey there's no there's a lot of gray areas but you know i'm, I'm going to ask them what am i able to share because i think as, as you said, I, I don't want to hide anything from them. You know, I, I think right. it's important that as bad as it is, we want to say, well, this happened. And, you know, maybe we find out as we go down the road why. But, again, I'm a believer in that, you know, 
he he wasn't happy because he wasn't able to be on the squash court and have his outlet with his buddies and play his season and do what we normally do, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, Scott, you would agree, like, the message is for anybody is if you are troubled and, and things are tough, you got to, you know, try to talk to people and, and seek help. Right, and, and not be, you know, don't feel bad about it, you know, because it's like... Uh, you know, again, it's, it's something like this happens, and you know what what's got to be hard for his parents, and it was hard. It's hard for me, but for his parents especially, like to see how many people love this guy, and he's feeling yeah. alone. It's like, you know, yeah. even on campus, there was about fifty kids on campus at an international, and a bunch of them are his friends because they were out looking for him because they hadn't heard from him for twenty four yeah. hours. So there was people here that he was friends with. So it's not like he was here by himself. He he may have been the only squash player, but again, as I said, we'd set up to hit, and you know, my assistant was seeing him in the gym every day. You know, there's familiar faces around, so obviously he was troubled. But again, it's yeah, the you know the moral of the story is that you know there's always people to talk to, and you know, again, it's you know he had so many people that cared about him that that you know, he, hopefully he's looking down, going, oh damn, <laughs> you know, I'm an idiot, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, that that's, you know, you read the memorial page, um, you know, at St. Lawrence's website. I mean, it, it's incredible how many people uh, wrote notes there and how heartfelt they were. They weren't sort of dashed off things. These are really oh, yeah. long. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he, he clearly was sort of, you know, a beloved figure on the campus. Oh, yeah, huge. Yeah, no, this is, again, that, you know, it's, it's like with the writing girl. Like, you know, she had some issues. And then, you know, it, it's, it was very shocking what happened, but the, Im, the impact that Enzo had compared to her on campus as a person is totally different. And that's not, you know, belittling her at all. It's just he was liked by everybody, every team. You know, it, it didn't matter what sports team. Like, yeah, you know, when we played matches at home, it, it, it was packed here. Like, you know, we'd have, we'd have two, 300 people, you know, watching our home matches all the time. And they're all gathered around Enzo's court most of the time because it's so entertaining to watch, you know. And right. so he, he had an impact on, on the whole school, you know, and that's yeah. that's what makes this, I think, you know, so hard to kind of comprehend, I think, for everybody. But, yeah, it's 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 definitely the message is that, you know, you know, talk to people. You know, pe- people are here to help. You know, people have been there. I always told the kids a lot because I'm aware of it, you know, and, you know, I live here by myself, you know, it's like, you know, Can- Cairns, you know, not the, uh, n- not the, the best city to pick if you want to go out to meet some girls, you know, yep. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's a pretty quiet place up here, but you know, again, right. my parents were yeah. meant to come and visit in the summer from Australia and I'm very close mm-hmm. to my family. They couldn't do it. I can't go home. At, I'm normally home at Christmas time. That's when right. I normally go back to Australia each year. Couldn't do it. Right. So I always told the kids, right. You know, every Zoom call we had a weekly, you know, call with the team. I said, guys, I am not telling you, hey, I know you're lonely, but and then I'm in a different situation. I said, I'm also here by myself. My That's assistant right. coach is Canadian. She can't see her family. We understand. So feel yeah. free if, to reach out to us because we know what you're going through because we're going through it. You know. Right. 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 So yeah, it's it's uh. It's it's tough, but again, it just it's going to make people more aware of 
you know, I think, you know, this mental aspect and, and you know, as you, as you said, it, it can't be covered up. It's got to, got to be out there. And again, look, hopefully this, you know, again, it's, it's okay to have this tragedy become something positive by bringing this out, you know, out from under the rug right. in, in, so to That's speak, right. you know, it's, and again, you know, you'll find if you could talk to anyone here, they'll be the first to be all over the mental health because that's been a big part of things since I arrived. And that's why I volunteered to be on that coaches committee with this shield program that we have about mental health and all this stuff with the athletes. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, this can hopefully bring it out because I, I know this has affected other teams and other players of that new Enzo on other teams as well, personally. That's right. right. So this has affected right. I mean, a lot. A lot more people than what they, what people may think. They may just think St. Lawrence. If this has affected a lot of people in college squash. Yeah. Well, and around the world. And around um, the world. Yeah. You saw the all the French boys. Yeah. You know, like you know, again, Castaner, yeah. a couple of guys reached out and Link. I talked to Linku, and they're like, "This is unbelievable." Yeah. You know, like you yeah. know, and they're and they're doing a bunch of there's a there's a closed tournament they have in Brittany every year, which. Is you know when the French most of the national team get there to play and that's now going to be called you know the Enzo Memorial or something. Mike Way was telling mm-hmm. me that. So so you know they they're going to do things as well and 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 yeah the outreach has been worldwide. You know so that's a reflection of our game right that like you know everybody right. we're all inter- interconnected now and um, and you know you're from Australia he's from New Zealand. I mean it's like we're all we're all interconnected and. You know what happens right. in upstate New York is actually, you know, affected affects everybody. Yeah, well, and, and you know, for me, like that, you know, I knew obviously on the Saturday, you know, and then, you know, we told the team on Saturday evening when it happened, mm-hmm. and then, you know, eight a.m. Sunday morning, I was actually on the phone to Mike Wafer, and then I'm like, oh, and then I saw the PSA website, I'm like, oh crap, I got to get on the phone. So yeah, I called yeah. Link to, and I, I had to call people because I'm like, they're gonna find out you know, just right. random, you know, like, and so that, yeah. it just, it went crazy, you know, and, and, and I spent the whole weekend on the phone, basically. <laughs> right, right, which, which is, like, but, good in a way. It's also, like, really uh, kind of disorienting. Yeah, it's draining, yeah, and then, then I start, yeah, the next day after that, I'm like, okay, I'm going for a walk, and I left the phone inside, you know, and it's just like I started taking a 45-minute break from the phone, you know, every day, so... But, yeah, uh, no, you have but yeah, hopefully to. this uh, hopefully this does some good, you know, and and this this brings that out. And and again, look, I think, you know, just so you know, CSA, you know, Pullman and uh, Nimic have been yep. amazing. You know, they yep. they wrote a lovely yep. letter to his parents, and you know, I printed that off and gave it, you know, on behalf of them to each parent. And they they're talking a lot about this mental health as well, so it's brought that issue yep. up, which is good. And, yep. I, and I'm yep. I'm definitely going to be an advocate going forward for it, you know. Because again, it's I wouldn't I wouldn't wish this on on any coach. I'm telling you, it's, as you can imagine, it's it's just been you know mentally taxing and exhausting. But then we've got to bring something good out of it. And I'm from you know for my team, I think it'll bring them together. And you know we're going to play for that guy. You know, and it's going to yeah. create a different culture here. Like even though it was on that on that route already, it's just going to speed it up, which is going to be great. And then yeah. I think we can bring that mental health aspect out for, you know, CSA Everybody. and everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
Outside the Glass would like to thank our producer, Grant Irving, and all our loyal listeners who have reviewed and rated the podcast, shared their enthusiasm for it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and more importantly, have spread the word by talking about Outside the Glass with their squash friends. And may all your nicks roll.